0: The pandemic period has been a challenging time for companies up and down the supply chain, but a silver lining of navigating these pain points has been working together to find creative solutions to problems, whether it's shipping delays or materials shortages. These shared experiences can serve as a learning opportunity for how to build improved sourcing relationships and collaborations. Chris Parks, managing partner of textile sourcing firm Concept3, is here to share what lessons the fashion industry can take away from COVID-19. Welcome back, Chris.
1: Eddie, great to see you. Glad to see you're well.
0: (laughs) So it's been about two years since the start of COVID. From then until now, how would you describe the evolution of supply chain partnerships?
1: The relationships have become stronger. And I think our mills would tell you they have prospered versus some of their competitors because we are here. And having that presence in the United States, we all know that Travel has basically been international travel. Though it's slowly opening up, Asia is still closed. I was on a call with Kingwell the other night, our partner, and they were basically saying they don't expect to be able to leave the country you know, for at least three months. And the other thing is we can't go see them. You know, The brands can't go over to Asia and see what's going on. So we as a thermometer and a barometer and kind of a measuring stick of what's really going on out there. And it's been our responsibility to relay that. And I think because of our long-term relationships and our partners, we are able to give real, truthful, factual information that is allowing the brands to continue to evolve and uh, continue to do their business and not have to worry about us because we have done the right thing. You know, a lot of people don't know
0: before founding and Journal, I myself was an agent for a lot of factories and mills in Pakistan, Bangladesh, India, and China. And the question that I often got asked is, well, why should I work with you? Why should I work with an agent? Why shouldn't I go direct? So I want to ask you that same question for the people listening. You know, what is the value of working with a sourcing firm like Concept3?
1: Concept3 has been in the business for almost 40 years. We know the marketplace. I've been at Kingwell 24 years as a representative. The only other person who's been there is the president that long. So what you're getting with us is consistency. Um, during COVID, for example, at Kingwell, they, they went from five, six days a week production, two shifts, to three days a week, one shift. They shut down production, basically uh, 50%. And they furloughed the entire staff. So now as Kingwell's getting back ramped up, as in our other mill partners, they lost a lot of staff. There was one consistency, the president of the company, the factory, and concept three. And so we have employees, we have long-term relationship, we have employees been with us for a long time. You're going to get the truth. You're going to get people that, when you work with us, that understand what's going on in the marketplace. We have a passion. We have a dedication to doing the right thing and a responsibility to the industry and the reputation we've built over the past 40 years. So, And you're not going to pay any more by working with me, or and you shouldn't with a sales representative. You're going to pay the same price, but you're just getting that, I think, an excellent added value. Now, that added value has been, especially during the past two years, it's been vital to the brands. It's been vital to the mills. But we can't go backwards in this industry now and say, oh, let's go shop every textile. Let's go see if we can save a nickel. Let's go see if we can save a dime. Let's go resource a garment and save a dollar. You're not going to find that dollar. With that dollar, becomes less quality. You're going to cut corn. And so um, I hope that as we move out of this and move forward, things have to change.
0: I don't know when the shift was. A lot of people said factory direct, factory direct. I think we're going to see a shift back
1: to see more people looking for for virtual manufacturers
0: and agencies and third-party solutions because- I don't think doing it all yourself is necessarily the answer. So let's talk about, you know, we've alluded to both you and I, some of the tough supply chain situations that the past two years have have brought on. And I think a lot of these supply chain headwinds are going to continue um, moving forward, whether it's uh, raw material, uh, price increases, whether it's uh, logistical constraints, bottlenecks. So what are some of the unexpected or new ways that uh, concept three, has been able to step up and help your retail partners get through some of these t- tough situations?
1: Um, well, yes, we're going to see, obviously, you know, events in Ukraine. you are going to see oil prices going up. Um, right now, you're not going to see those increases in the supply chain because most of that oil is not, it's not being converted into polyester yet. You're going to see that in six, eight, nine months, right? Because most of the polyester, the synthetics and nylon, they're in the supply chain at prices from six months ago. So you're going to see that evolve. Uh, the freight issue doesn't seem to be, and you're more versed in this as still an issue, but not what it was 90, 120 days ago. Uh, we seem to be getting containers on a better, base, more regular basis in China, not to what we wanted. We're starting to see some of that now. Could that get disrupted again with everything going on? Who knows? Again, it comes down to partnerships. During the pandemic, we were holding three to 4 million yards of grades for customers. You know, that was there when the business opened back up we're seeing brands um, being more proactive with they understand the supply chain issues it's just not the yarn market that's stressed um, it's we obviously know there's freight issues and so we're seeing brands take that more into account on core and key products that they have in their line we completely understand if it's a new uh, item it's very hard you know obviously we ask for graze or yarn or kind of so we can get ahead but on the core items we're seeing brands actually trying to get ahead of it plan ahead of it so that they don't lose uh, those sales because of freight issues. Um, co- factories being closed because of COVID. Um, this thing is not done yet. Obviously, in the United States, we're doing a great job, but there's a situation going on in Hanoi right now where they're having a bit of an outbreak, and if a factory's got to go 30% co- less capacity, um, that puts press on the stress on the supply chain. So uh, all these little things, I think brands are looking at them, they're planning ahead on core items, and we're obviously collaborating and working with them and making sure we can stay ahead as much as possible. So we were having a
0: phone call a few weeks ago and you said something interesting that I haven't really heard a lot of other people say, so I want to bring it back up. Um, We were talking about the great resignation, but in the context that you were talking about, you were saying that many former in-house designers have switched over to consulting. Mm-hmm. And therefore, that's impacting some of the product development process. Can you elaborate on that? I thought it was a very interesting point you brought up.
1: We saw 21, a lot was carried forward from 20 to from 20 to 21. It was the same product. And in 22, there's a lot of the same product that's out there, right? No one made huge changes because no one knew. And as we bounce out of this, you know, we have to move forward making obviously good, sustainable, focused products and not just focused on price. But I think the brands realized, there was stories I heard from brands that in 20, they were selling stuff they've been holding for three, four years. They could put it on their website and it sold because there was nothing out there. So as long as I had brand X on it, they were selling it. And so inventories are clean. So now let's not get, to, you know, let's focus on building products we know are winners that we can sell and from a design perspective, from innovation, I'm starting to see some innovation and people want to design some things for 24. 23, there was not a lot of change. You know, we don't use the term design director anymore. It's something I don't hear about. No one has it, at a brand. And I think you're going to see the opportunity for satellites, capsules, silos within a brand. And they're going to have their core items that they know that got them through this pandemic uh, versus throwing, you ever, you, you, go on the web at the end of a season and see what brands are selling at 30, 40% off. And no disrespect, you look at it and you go, why? Why was that even put out there in the first place? You know, To just fill another SKU or just to, to, to but, and I think you know, we have to get away from the waste. And, and I know people have to come up with different ideas and different things and you wanna feed the market something. But I think we have to be much more intelligent on how we develop product. And yes, a lot of people have um, left and I think there's a a great opportunity to be, and technically I'm an independent contractor, right? So an independent consultant or a design consultant, because they can bring that kind of little bit of fire to the brand that they need to kind of, of our capsule or silo versus if I don't develop 15 items and throw and get this in, no matter what they look like, I'm out of a job. And I think brands need to be really focused on what they present because they have such an intimate relationship with the consumer over the past two years that they never had before. So one
0: last question. Yes, sir. And then I'll let you get back to the grind (laughs) is uh, what are the top three lessons uh, brands and mills should take away from, from this COVID-19 crisis. And hopefully this is the last time I got to ask you this question. And we were talking about something other than COVID moving forward, but
1: remember how you worked together during the pandemic and the partnership. It's not all about price. And let's move forward with a good, sustainable, sellable, focused products.
0: I think that's uh, three great uh, talking points, and, and and hopefully the industry will, will will listen and live by that because we 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 learned a lot, I think, during the past two years. But to your earlier comment. Let's not be short-sighted and forget. Let's not revert back to some of our old behavior because it got us as an industry into trouble. Thank you for taking the time to speak to me in Sourcing Journal. And uh, let's grab a let's grab a cup of coffee uh, next month in uh,
1: Portland. To uh, be there, fantastic! Yeah, let's catch up. Let's Love catch it. up.
0: Performance days.
1: Love it. All right. Thank, Thank you, sir. Care. You too.